Welcome back to Fresh Tracks on SDPB Radio. I'm Larry Rohr, and our musical guide and expert, as always, is David Herzrud. David, welcome back. Hey, it's nice to be back. You know, uh, we had a chance the last couple of programs to talk about some music and artists that would be good additions to the Ultimate Music Library. And then I got some notes that said, we've got some new music, and you seemed a little surprised that there was so much new music. A few weeks ago... Uh, I was trying to put some shows together, and I'm going through it, and I can't find enough to even talk about. <laughs> and then, like, you know, spring flowers, all of a sudden, turn around, and I've got more music than I could even hope to deal with. And like I said, when it rains, it pours. I love it. Is that a little unusual, though? Because usually you get the releases earlier in the year, and people go out and tour their music in the summertime. We're in a situation right now where there's a lot of acts are not touring because it's quite frankly, it's so expensive. Mm, okay. And so people will try and set up their album releases to hit, you know, in the spring when, you know, people are, are purchasing music uh, again in the fall when you get close to uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas and that kind of stuff. What happened? I just didn't expect to be able to get as much good music re- being released as I did. You know, I was wondering too if it might be one of those supply chain issues because we've talked about that off and on. They want to make sure they get the vinyl and the discs and everything to coordinate. But well, here we are. And I like the fact that you're starting off with Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Until now, a band name that I really did not understand. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. When I found out, I couldn't figure out either until I read some materials that said that uh, the 400 unit refers to a mental health facility in Florence, Alabama, which is around his hometown. This is his ninth album. Some are saying it's his best. Did you ever love a woman with a death wish? Something in her eyes like flipping off a light switch. Everybody dies, but you gotta find a reason to carry on. Oh, did you ever catch her climbing on the rooftop? Higher than a kite, get a winner in a tank top. I don't wanna fight with you, baby, but. Well, it, it's, he's, he seems like a very prolific and always providing a real solid end-to-end album. And here comes Weather Veins. People are, like I said, people are saying that this is his best album so far. What I've noticed uh, over uh, you know, the past couple of releases, uh, Jason was being compared to people like uh, Bruce Springsteen, John Prine, Tom Petty, Paul Simon, Van Morrison. And the 400 unit, which I think is wonderful, is being compared to the Allman Brothers, the Tom Petty's The Heartbreaker, and the E Street Band. Well, now you're getting to the point where a new artist is coming out and they're comparing them to, to Jason. Well, I tried to open up my window and let the light I step outside in the middle of the morning and in the evening again. I haven't seen him perform live, but I've everyone that has who has always told me that 
this band he tours with is just knocked out. They're just, they, they really are a unit, and you can hear that, but really, really talented people. The one thing I wanted to throw in here, you know, because this is called Americana, and a lot of people say, well, what is Americana? And I, I, I got to the Americana Music Association website and was taking a look at it, and I thought it was very interesting. They say it's contemporary music that incorporates elements of various American roots music styles like uh, country, roots rock, folk, bluegrass, R&B, and blues. So, I mean, there's a wide, wide panorama there to take a look at as far as this. Jason is probably at the top of the list right now as far as Americana artists. I've always had this definition in my head that it was more folk-related, maybe a little bit of jazz and, and didn't cover, but that, that makes a lot more sense. And he really kind of cuts a wide swath with a couple of cuts you picked out. Death Wish is really hard-driving song, and that uh, middle of the morning, a little softer, a little more lyrical. I mean, the guy, I think, is a phenomenal artist. Weather Vane, I love the album. Earlier, you mentioned Paul Simon, and I was really surprised. I know he's dealing with health issues and so forth. Was surprised that there's something new coming out. I mean, this guy has been producing wonderful music for six decades. He's getting into his 80s, and I think you reach a point in your life at, at that particular time where you start thinking about faith, mortality. He decided he wanted to put together an album. It's 33 minutes long, and it's one song. I've been thinking about the great migration. Noon and night they leave the flock. And I imagine their destination. Meadow grass, jagged rock. The Lord is my engineer. Lord is the earth I ride on The Lord is the face in the atmosphere The path I slip and I slide And if people are expecting uh, to hear another Kodachrome or Graceland or Mrs. Robinson, they're going to be a little disappointed. You're talking about an artist who has produced so much wonderful music over the years and listening to him I, I think is fantastic. I mean, he's pondering faith and mortality, whether or not to believe certain things in his life. I really wasn't surprised when I, when I listened through part of the, I mean, one long track, but because if you think about where those songs that you mentioned come from, the work he did with Garfunkel, Kodachrome, and the others, they, they come from a, a very spiritual, thoughtful person, so why not express that theme? I've listened to the album a couple of times, and it takes, I think, about that many times to get through it to really, really appreciate what Paul has done here. Okay, Seven Psalms. That's uh, Paul Simon, and it's, uh, it's a little different approach to music, but what would you expect? Uh, you wouldn't expect anything else. The, the group Sparks, I mean, 26th album is coming out. Uh, the album, The Girl is Crying in Her Latte. What's that tell us about Sparks? Sparks is two brothers, and I've followed this group since the 70s. It's hard to believe that they've been around that long, are still at the top of their game. Is it due to the rain? Or is she in some pain? 
She looks physically fine Guess it's something benign The girl is crying in her latte, yeah The girl is crying in her latte, sad The girl is crying in her latte, wow The girl is crying in her latte, bad Now she's leaving the place The music has been described as innovative, brash, funny, eccentric, wonderfully warped, but above all, it's creative. Now, they're not a huge factor in the U.S., uh, which is kind of disappointing, but you go overseas and these people are just our heroes. I mean, they sell out concerts right and left. You had a chance to go back through the pretty things, and it sounds, I, I see an element of box set. What's going on with, with pretty things and kind of a retrospective? Pretty things, I started listening to them strictly by accident. Uh, there was a local record store in Northfield, Minnesota that I used to check out on a fairly regular basis. One day I walked in, uh, the Beatles' Help album had just come out. I went in to purchase it, and I was looking through the new releases and found an album by this English band, and I had never heard of them, The Pretty Things. I, I thought the name was kind of strange. It's based on an old, on an old Bo Diddley song. They're kind of scruffy looking. So I bought it without even listening to it. You know, at $2.98, you can afford maybe to buy a couple of albums. Yeah. I'm on my own, just want to roll. Then I started doing some research on them, and I kind of started following them. They came out with an album called SF Sorrow, which was really the first rock opera to be released. They did that one year before, you know, The Who came out with Tommy. Okay. One of the guys in the band, Dick Taylor, was a founding member of the Rolling Stones. Ooh. For whatever reason, never really hit it big in, in the States, but you go to... England, you go to places in Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and the pretty things were huge. had a reputation at the time for being quite outrageous, which kind of goes with the name. Uh, in fact, they were so outrageous that the New Zealand Parliament considered banning bands from entering the country. Oh my. They also jumped from label to label, trying to find the magic answer uh, that they needed. They, uh, when Motown came out with a rock label, the first English band they signed was The Pretty Things. When Led Zeppelin came out with a, a record label called Swan Song, the Pretty Things was one of the first band they signed. For a while, they were managed by Pink Floyd's manager. Really, if you, if, if you think about it, you listen to the music, they should have been a huge success. Yeah. Because one of the things that they were able to do as music kind of shifted into the 70s, 80s, 90s, even up, up to this date, uh, the pretty things were able to kind of shift the type of music that they were playing and uh, accommodate what, what, what people were listening to. I can never 
Never made it big, which I, I, I kind of find depressing. There was one re- article I read that said the band could have been huge in the 70s, but for whatever reason, be it fate or fashion or their refusal to sit still, it never quite clicked. And so right now this label has come out and they've taken all 13 Pretty Things albums and come out with the complete studio albums 1964 to 2020 i recommend it highly 56 years of music is recommended for you to give a listen on the pretty things the complete studio albums sparks their 26th album is out it's the girl is crying in her latte oh and when paul simon does anything you got to have a listen and you'll be listening for about a half hour to seven psalms and hey all the jason isbell fans weather veins is out for a new album for isbell and as always great thanks to our musical guide david hersrud thanks david hey thank you good listening when time is right, was a thing